Blog Talk Radio.
Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We just want to welcome each and every person that has come up on the line here to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. Glory be to God. This is a wonderful day. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. I hope that you all are blessed. Hallelujah. By the word that God had given. Hallelujah. He has given me such a word. I was sitting here Saturday, and, or excuse me, Sunday, and I was like, Lord, hallelujah. Glory be to God. My God, my God, amen. Hallelujah. Again, I just welcome each and every person that has come upon the line to join us. And I just want to open up in prayer. If we can just take some time, hallelujah, to take our minds off of the world, take our minds off of the situations and the circumstances. Know that God, hallelujah, has it under control. Just begin to lift up your hands and to give him praise. Thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, for this day. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Father God, hallelujah, for what you have done so far in this day, Lord God. We thank you for even allowing us to take part of this day. For the Bible says that this is the day that the Lord has made, that we should rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Pick up your face off the ground and put a smile on your face. Put a pep in your step. Hallelujah, because God is with you. If he, God is for you, he is for you, amen, glory be to God, he is not against you, and know that wherever you go, whatever you're going through, he is right there in the midst, amen, he says, hallelujah, that it is the joy of the Lord that is your strength, hallelujah, so come out of that oppression, come out of that depression, hallelujah, that doom and that gloom, know that God is with you, hallelujah, and just trust in him, and he will see you through, amen, glory be to God, we thank you, God, for being a holy God, we thank you, God, for being our protection. We thank you, God, for being our provider. Lord God, you are all in all. All we need is wrapped up in you, Lord God. We thank you for your holiness. We thank you for your sovereignty. We give you all the praise, Lord God, and all of the glory, for you are worthy. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Take your minds off of the things of this world and put them on the kingdom of God. Lift up your mind now in the name of Jesus. Acknowledge his 
our hearts, Lord God, that we may line up with your will in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for loving us, oh God. Hallelujah, for we are not worthy, oh God, but we thank you for your son, Jesus, who died upon the cross. Hallelujah, and took our sin, Lord God, that we are able to come before the throne. Hallelujah, Father God, petitioning, Father God, for the needs of your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, we need more of you, Lord God. We need more of you, Lord God. Hallelujah, put us in the fire, oh God, that we may burn off Egypt, hallelujah, this world, so that more of you can come in, oh God. We need you, Father God. Come, Father God. Come now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I decree and declare that the angels of the living God may come upon this line now. Regulate it, Father. Hallelujah. Allow your spirit to come in. Have your way, Holy Ghost. We need you upon this line, oh God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ.
Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, yes. Put your eyes. Put your eyes here. This is the Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Lord God. We just lift up holy hands unto you now, Father God. Hallelujah, Father God. Not seeking your hand, but seeking your face, O God. Hallelujah, Father God. Willing to give up more, Father God. Hallelujah. We die to the flesh, Lord God, that we may rise up in the spirit, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ, more of you, Father God. Break off, burn off, Father God, those things of the world, Lord God, that more of you can possess the temple, Father God, that we may walk live and breathe, Father God, in a fashion and way in which you will have us, O God. Prepare the minds of your people, O Lord. Prepare the hearts of your people, O Lord. I come against every distraction that may try to pull their minds and hearts away from what you have for them to receive in this hour, Father God. In the name of Jesus Christ, let no man, let no woman leave. Hallelujah, the same as they come, Father God. We are seeking fresh manna. We come and sit at the table, Lord God, ready to feast upon your serving in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God. Have your way. Have your way, O God. Have your way. Put me behind the cross that your Holy Spirit may have his way upon this line right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you all the honor. Hallelujah. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise for you are worthy. You are a worthy God. You are an awesome God. There is none like you, O Lord. And we thank you. We thank you for being the God of God, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords, the creator of all creation, O God. Hallelujah. We just praise you. We worship you. Ah, we honor you, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ. For your love is like no other. Hallelujah, Father. And we just glorify your name. We glorify your name. We glorify your name. Hallelujah, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, Hallelujah, Lord God. I got I got things to just to just be excited about in this day. I got things, Lord God, hallelujah, that you have done in my life, Father God, that I can't do nothing but say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got things, hallelujah, that I was involved in in my life that you have pulled me out of, Lord God, for a time as such, Lord God, to rise up. Hallelujah. And begin, hallelujah, to send them forth. Hallelujah, Lord God, I glorify your name. And I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your presence, oh God. Hallelujah, and what you are going to do in this hour. Ah, yes, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for there is none like you. There is none like you. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I glorify your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Religion looking back at me
and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. To those who believe and know the truth. Amen. We're talking about here what is called apostasy, a falling away from the true word of God. Amen. So this is a time just to give a little background where things were coming about. The word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ was being mangled. Amen. Hallelujah. They were adding things and they were doing things and 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 these so-called leaders at the time were adding what was not thus says the Lord. And so the those that were following the true doctrine of Jesus Christ begin to sway away. See, most of us assume that when we talk about the apostasy, we talk about individuals that just stop going to church. They don't go to church no more. Hallelujah. But listen here. These are people that were in the church, but they've fallen into a false doctrine. And it wooed their minds and shifted them into another belief that was not of the true gospel of God. It says here, it talks about doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons. If we look back into the Old Testament, if we look back in First uh, Kings chapter 18 and verse 13, it talks about Jezebel killing off the prophets of God. Killing off the prophets of God. Amen. And if if we look, we can look into the New Testament in the uh, Gospels, and it talks about the church, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, those religious spirits killing off Christ. It was the church that killed Christ. It was Jezebel that killed the prophets of God. Today what we are dealing with, we are dealing with two Two spirits that have come together to rip apart the church of Jesus Christ. We have the Jezebel spirit and we have the religious spirit working hand in hand to come against the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're talking today about deception. We're talking about deception. Many of us must understand that when you are being deceived, it would not be deception if you knew that you were being deceived. Amen? So many are walking around believing something that is a lie. And that's what you call deception. That's what you call deception. Amen? Glory be to God. Amen. Deception is a trick or scheme used to get what is wanted by another. This word that comes, it comes from the Latin, D meaning from, and capra meaning to take. So let's look back to take from. So what is it that is being taken from you? See, the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. 
kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to take your birthright. He wants to steal your, take your destiny. He wants to take everything from you. And how can this take place? By ruling your mind and getting you to believe something that is not so. That is not so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen, 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 amen. John, First John chapter 4 and 1. First John chapter 4 and 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God. Because false prophets are gone out into the world. False prophets have gone out into the world. John is telling us something here. He's telling us that we must use what has been given to us to discern, to know that what we are hearing and who we're hearing it from is from the Spirit of God. Is from the Spirit of God. See, one purpose of Seducing spirits is to interfere with, take the place of, and even pretend to be the precious spirit of the living God. Precious spirit of the living God. Again, a seducing spirit is, is a purpose is to interfere with. Interfere, to bring confusion. Is that God? To interfere, to take the place of, uh huh, yeah, to, to get you to shift over to this belief and not that belief, to be guided by a false spirit instead of the true spirit, uh huh, and even to pretend to be. Mm-hmm. Now, the second, when people are being seduced, they're not thinking even. When they think they are. You know what I mean? It's like you're thinking, but what you're thinking is a lie. And you give in to the lie what you say you're thinking. Have you ever said, let me think about it before I do what I'm going to do? Let me think about it. And you think about it and you move in it and you find the way you move in is totally wrong because you gave in to the lie. Uh huh. Why am I going to give in to the lie? Because you're being carried away by a swell that is coming from the lust and desire within, within, within. You see, a lot of people don't want to hear the true word of God today uh -uh. because it doesn't agree with their flesh. It don't agree. It don't agree with their lifestyle. Uh Uh-huh. So what they do is they leave the church and they go to a mega church and they sit way in the back so nobody knows them and sees them. At least they can say, I went to church. Oh, that was a good service. The worship team sounded great. But they got some things going on, hallelujah, and no one can really be there to love and help and to support. And then when somebody does come along, and they begin to speak the truth, 
they leave the church because they don't want to hear the truth. Because the truth means I got to change. And some people just ain't ready for change. Amen. Glory be to God. Turn with me to chapter Romans chapter 8. And we're going to read verse 5 and verse 7, or through 7. Romans chapter 8, 5 through 7. Amen. Uh, through 7. Amen. Amen. And the Bible reads in Romans chapter 8, verse 5, it says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because to because the carnal mind is Enmity against God. Let me repeat that. Because the carnal mind, the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Nor indeed can be. This is telling us that as we start to think it opens a crack for a seducing spirit to come in and draw our minds away, which draws us to act in accordance to that fleshly desire or thought that is coming from the carnal mind, from the carnal mind. Let's do this. Let's, 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 let's take a look at the first deception that I found uh, in the Bible. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 3 and 1. Now, this is also, as I'll bring up here uh, in a few minutes, the first place where we can see that the word of God was attacked in the beginning. The word of God was under attack from the very beginning. Hallelujah. How many of y'all hear the word of God and the next thing you hear is something questioning that word that God has given? And now you're stuck in confusion because you don't know if that was God or if that was you or what it was. And most of the time when it's of God, it's totally out of the box. It's outside of your comfort zone. It's outside of that fleshly realm of emotions. So when it's outside of that, you say, oh, that ain't God. That can't be God because I can't do that. And you're missing out on where God is trying to take you. The word was under attack in the beginning. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed, now listen here, has God indeed, now how are you going to ask if God indeed? If God spoke, that's just what it is, amen? Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now this is what he asked Eve. Did God really say that? So the word that God had spoken to man 
is being questioned by this serpent. Did God really say that? And then she goes on to say, and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, what did God say? He, you shall not eat. Mm -hmm, I remember God saying that. Nor you shall you touch, uh, excuse me, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, I don't remember God saying that. <laughs> God says, don't take from or add to his word. We can see right here where Eve added to. And it shifted because that's not what God said. That's not what God said. And so from that, the enemy was able to woo her mind to get her to take her eyes off of God and to put it on the fruit, the creation, instead of keeping her eyes on the creator. Amen? Glory be to God. This is the first deception that took place, the first deception that took place. Let's get down to verse 13 in the same chapter, in chapter 3 of Genesis. And it says, And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The serpent deceived me. There was something that the serpent wanted and based upon the deception, he got it. And this was where the fall of man had taken place. This is where the fall of man had taken place. Let's look at a, a, another another deception. Let's, before we do that, let's 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 step back. I got a, I got a question to ask. He says here that. The serpent asked Eve a question pertaining to the word of God. The word of God. To twist, to, 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 to ask, does the word really say that? Does the word really say that you should not be fornicating? Does the word really say that you should not be backbiting? Does the word really say that uh, 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 a man should leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife? Does the word say that really? See, there is no question. Because as God speaks, this is his word. What did Jesus speak when he was being tempted in the wilderness? He said, and the word says, and the word says. And as he spoke the word, which is power, hallelujah, the enemy could not stand it. But when there is adding to or taking from or contemplating in the mind, hallelujah, you can best believe that you're probably going to find yourself moving in a way that is not of God. Is not of God. He's, he's, he's our shield and our, our, our buckler. All we got to do is speak the word of God. Speak it. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Many are being deceived in this hour. 
many are being deceived in this hour and don't even know it. And this is the thing that the Spirit of the Lord was showing me and don't even know it and don't even know it. Glory be to God. And I just pray in the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that the scales will fall off of God's people's eyes and that they may see clearly, hallelujah, the deception that is trying to overtake them. Glory be to God. Let's go to Judges chapter 16. We're going to look at uh, how lust and desire opens up the door to deception, and from the deception in this story, hallelujah, it basically took a man to his knees. We're talking about Samson. Amen. Glory be to God. We're looking at Judges chapter 16 and verse 4 through 17. I'm going to read through this real quick. As I said, I don't want to be before you long because I do know on the East Coast, it's kind of late, hallelujah, so I just want to be able to get in what God has given and let everybody go to sleep peacefully and soundly, amen. Glory be to God, all right. 16, verse 4 through 17, 4 through 17, amen. It says, after it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the Lord of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, entice him, mm-hmm, deceive him, and find out where his great strength lies and by what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to afflict him and everyone of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Ain't it funny what people will do, hallelujah, when they see that you're moving forward, that there's greatness on your life, hallelujah, that they will pay to see you to your demise, to take you out of that place where God is taking you or positions you. Amen. So it goes on to read in verse 6. So Delilah said to Samson, please tell me where your great strength lies and with what you may be bound to afflict you. And Simon said to her, if they buy me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, and she bound him with them. Now, men were laying in wait, staying with her in the room, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he broke the bowstrings as a string of yarn breaks when it touches fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. Verse 10, Delilah said to Samson, look, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now, please tell me what you may be bound with. So he said to her, if they buy me with secret, uh, secretly uh, with no rope, with, excuse me, new rope that have never been used, 
Then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Delilah took new rope and bound him and then and them and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And men were lying in wait, staying in the room, but he broke them off his arms like a thread. Delilah said to Samson, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me what you may be bound with. And she said, he said to her, If you weave a seven, seven locks of, of my head into the web of the loom. So she wooed it tightly with, uh, on the loom and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he woke from the sleep and pulled out the baton and the web of the loom. Now, this is the part here. And then, and then she said to him, Can you say, I love you when your heart is not with me? See, Sometimes those that are seducing you will hit you in a place. They will hit you in a place to where you <laughs> allow them in. When, now, she's speaking that you say you love me, but you're telling me all these lies. So she's putting him in a position in manipulation to get him to come out and tell his secret. And it came to pass in verse 16 when she uh, pestered him daily with her words and pressed him so that his soul was vexed to death, that he told her all his heart and said to her, No razor has ever come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaven, then my strength will leave me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. A seducing spirit. A seducing spirit that will not stop, that will continue to go, that will continue to find ways, to try to hit that emotional place, to try to woo you in. I'm assuming that she was lovely, she looked nice, hallelujah, she would do all these things for him, but now you say you love me. And see, the thing I know about uh, 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 this spirit that is very, uh, 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 that carries that Jezebel spirit of manipulation is that wooing of the mind, him feeling like I can't do without her. Hallelujah. So now you say you love me, so he spilled the beans, and we know the story from there. We know the story from there. Amen. Glory be to God. I want to talk about seducing spirits. They always uh, work according to one of these three principles. They, they work on one of these three principles. The principle of the world, the principle of the flesh, or the principle of the spirit. The principle of the world, the principle of the flesh, or the principle of devils. Excuse me, that was number three, the principle of the devil, okay? Amen. So we're going to look at the principle of the world. Apart from the spirit of God is the logic of the world, okay? Men be 
begin to do what seems right in their own eyes. They learn unto their own understanding, using logic, instead of judging things by what the word of God says. See, this seducing spirit, it does not want to turn to the word of God. It does not want to seek first the kingdom of God, but it wants to seek in its own finite carnal mind and use logic and intellect to try to figure out things that are outside of their scope or realm to know. Outside of their scope or realm to know. They would rather use intellect and logic. Amen. Amen. See, the logic of this world makes men want to get to heaven based on works instead of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you look at scientists, if you look at all of these brainiacs, they are always looking at how it can't be because of one man who died upon the cross and rose again. It can't be. There, there's many ways to God. You know, Oprah Winfrey believes that. You know, this New Age religion believes that. And if you go, you'll see a bunch of brainiacs that are intellectual thinkers and can't just dumbify their mind and believe that Christ walked the earth and died and rose again and has given us eternal life. Hallelujah. Took our sins. It's too simple. It's too simple. Man is always busy trying to do things his way, always trying to do things his way. We're talking about the principle of the world. See, seducing spirits work according to this principle. They use that intellect, that logic, hallelujah, to woo you away from the true word of God. In the, the true word of God. See, in this day and this hour, hallelujah, with the economy being what it is, you have a lot of people that are looking and saying, well, if, if God, if God, if God, if God, if God, that they've been following God all their life. Why they had the car, the jobs, the house, and everything, but now the car is going, it got repoed, the house then, then got taken by the bank, this, that, and the third, and now they're starting to question. They're starting to use that logic. They're starting to turn to self and not God. And see, the enemy uses that to woo you away from the Lord because the Lord has a purpose for everything that he allows to take place upon the earth, even the stuff that you did outside of God. He was there, but he used it for his glory. Amen? Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. Listen here, Frank Sinatra used to uh, brag uh, on a song that he wrote. He used to say that 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 uh, I did it my way. He did it his way. See, his way does not matter to him today. Okay, they, they call him the 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 chairman of the chairman of the board. What he was was a, a mobster who, who, who sang worldly songs. That's, that's really who Frank Sinatra was, okay? Today he's not a chairman of the board. Today he is wishing he had done things God's way and not by his own logic, not by his own logic, not trying to get and get and get 
by his own means, but seeking first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and allowing God to add all things unto him. You see, we're coming to a time where things are are rough, and God is is saying, are you going to trust me? Are you going to trust me? Are you going to trust me? Yeah, you may be homeless right now, but God's got a plan. Are you going to trust me? You may not have the finances that you need right now, but God is saying, are you going to trust me, or are you going to be wooed by that seductive spirit that is trying to come against your mind to get you to think and, and, and bring logic into the well, I used to I used to sell drugs. So I can go over to, 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 to Fred's house over here and I know he'll he'll hook me up and I can go back to that same old corner I used to stand on and I can make some money real so I can get me and my wife uh, and, and, and and I'm sure God won't mind because I'm doing it to keep my family. God do mind because God got a plan. And it ain't selling dope. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Nor is it slinging on no poles. Glory be to God. There women, I, you know, I got, I got to take care of my kids. And whoa, whoa, whoa. I just go over here to, to Deja Vu, and I, I just work there for maybe six months so I can get some money. To, no, uh-uh. that ain't the way God got for you. God got a better plan. Amen. Don't let the enemy woo your head and pull you away from the true gospel, the true word of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. See, seducing spirits like to make uh, uh, man in his logic think there are other ways of, of getting to heaven. In fact, there may be many paths to uh, getting to God instead of by the way of the old rugged cross. You see, there they, they got to be a different, there got to be another way. There got to be. I know there got to be another way. See, the Bible says that God's ways are not our ways, his thoughts aren't our thoughts. So why are we trying to use logic on something with something? God is all created. He created all things. We can't think like God thinks. We, oh, my God. God, there's, oh, there's mysteries. There's mysteries that ain't even been released. God, oh, no. Why do we try? He says, seek him. He will direct us. He will guide us. Hallelujah. Through the storm. The Bible says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall Fear and no evil. But when things get funny, when things get rough, the first thing we want to do is go up into the command center up here and begin to turn off the flow from heaven and turn on the flow from self. And that's when we go jack, we get jacked up and sideways. We go south because we've done unplugged ourselves from the source, trying to figure things out like Frank Sinatra doing things our way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 4 and 23. Proverbs 4 and 23. I'm almost done, yeah? I'm almost done. Proverbs 4 and 23. Amen. Glory be to God. The Bible reads, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Out of it springs the issues of life. So keep your mind, guard your mind, keep it with all diligence. Because your issues are coming from how you think, what you think, and what you're allowing into your mind. 
to draw you and pull you into different areas, into different ways. When we think about the seduction of the flesh, we, 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 we think about lust of the body and, 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 and you know, carnality and things like that. And people who, who are addicted to, you know, drugs and, and pornography and stuff like this. But seduction of the flesh can also mean the emotions of the flesh, the emotions of the flesh. See, when we talk about number two, the principle of the flesh, we're talking about the emotions. See, many live by their emotions. And we all know that our emotions can flip 1,500 times in one day. So if you see somebody living by their emotions, you'll see them go through all kinds of things in one day. One day, one minute they're happy, next minute they're sad, next minute they're angry. Oh, Betty done said something crazy. Oh, now she's about to feel sad, feel bad because of that. Next thing you know, Fred said he loved her. Now she feel happy. Next thing you know, she hear about somebody over here talking about her. Now she's depressed. Are he depressed? You know, the emotions just go up and down, up and down, up and down. You can't base your relationship with the Lord feelings or other people. Other people, you know, you can't have a relationship with God based on feelings, nor can you have a relationship with another human being based upon feelings because feelings come from what you're thinking. And if you're thinking everything across the board, you're going to be all over the board. Amen? See, God isn't a feeling. God's not a feeling. He's a person, no matter how you feel, he is your creator and wants your attention and worship. He don't care if you're mad, he still wants your worship. He said be mad and don't sin. That's all. But he still wants you to worship him. He still wants you to, to worship him. There's a certain thing called devilish seduction. Devilish seduction. You know, the divorce rate, it's really high in the church. I mean, I, I, I think uh, I did a message a couple of weeks ago, and I did some studying, and it was showing what the divorce rate was in the, the world, and then they compared it to uh, the church. And it wasn't too much of a difference, and that's sad. But see, when, when with this devilish seduction, uh, what happens is that, we are no longer marrying individuals based of love, but more so emotions, emotions. And as you emotionally marry somebody because it feels good, you divorce them because you're starting to feel bad. It's based upon emotions. This is why the divorce rate is high because people are marrying based on feelings and divorcing because of feelings. I mean, what, what happened to the, the vows that were made until death do us part? Believe me, me and my wife, we done went through hell. But you see, I believe that you must go through the fire so that you can be joined together and the trough can come off. All of that crap, hallelujah, can come off and you can come and cleave together and become one flesh. But when you Marry because of these devilish seductions and emotions, 
you ain't going to sit in no fire because it's too hot. Because it's too hot. Amen. Now, like I said earlier, and I want to bring this up because it's important. We were talking about in Genesis chapter 3, one of the first thing that Satan attacked of God was the word, okay? When he asked Eve that did God say, uh, and she added to the word of God, okay? And she was uh, yielded to the seduction of the devil, okay? Now, we know that, okay? Now, Jesus had problems with snakes in the grass in his day, okay? He had the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming at him every which way, testing him and, and bringing people to him and saying, how are you going to deal with this and how are you going to deal with that? But thank God for the word of knowledge and wisdom, hallelujah, that he was able to overcome, hallelujah, everything that was thrown his way, okay? He called them scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites. Today, today we have our own problem with snakes. And these snakes, uh, we call them translators, okay, uh, revolutionists and publishers, Okay, because as they republish and republish and revise and do this to the word of God, there's things that are being taken out and there's things that's being added in that is shifting and changing what the meaning of the word is. So as we tell our brothers and our sisters, hallelujah, our congregation to read the word of God, they're reading the word, but Hey, what translation? You know, the NIV version, they done snatched all kind of scriptures out of the Bible. Look at this new rainbow Bible. They done put all, they done put all kind of crazy stuff inside of that thing. So we have to be very mindful in this hour, in this season. We must be led by the Holy Spirit. We must press in as we read. We must really go in and study the word and allow the spirit of the God to bring us the truth, not a truth. Amen, because if we fall for a truth, it may not be the truth we need, hallelujah, to keep us walking holy in the true word of God, in the true word of God. Amen. If you look at how many different versions of Bibles there are, there's only a the scriptures were written. The Holy, the Holy Bible was put together. I understand that it has to be broken down into different languages, hallelujah, but we here in America, we got so many different versions of an English Bible, and they all say something contrary to another. The words are shifted, this and that and the third. Like I say, some scriptures, some verses may be totally out of some. Some may have added a few. So we have to be very mindful. These are the snakes. These are the snakes. Because the first thing that was attacked was in Genesis 3.1, was the word that God gave man. So do you think that has shifted? Do you think that has changed? No, it hasn't. So as the world has created these Bibles, we must make sure that what we are reading is the word of God. So we go and we have all these theologists that that break down and all this, that, and the third. 
Okay, well, I got a theologist. His name is the Holy Ghost, and he breaks that thing down. Hallelujah, to where I can get truth, and that truth will set me free from this seductive spirit that wants to woo my mind and to get me to walk in a way that is not in accordance to the true word of God. Amen. Mhm. Yeah. Thank you. Mhm. Amen. Such ideas as you do not have to come by way of the cross. You know, uh, I don't. I don't understand where to get that from. That you don't have to come by way of the cross to be saved. Uh, uh, is a doctrine of devils. Okay, uh, they say that you can be saved by works is a doctrine of devils. Okay, uh, they say uh, you can become a god and populate your own world, uh, as the Mormons teach, that is a, is a doctrine of devils. Uh, you can become tolerant of other religions and allow them equality with your own is a doctrine of devils. You should become tolerant of other religions and allow them equality with your own? No. No. The Bible says to get away from them, to love them, to pray for them, but to get away from them. And see, this is the thing that is happening is we're bringing all this stuff, we're making a melting pot, and it's, it's, it's tearing away the truth of the true word of God. People of God, God is wanting us not just to stop playing church, but he wants us to really seek his word, seek his word through his spirit, through his spirit. The word of God is the word of God. But we must be uh, on alert of this seductive spirit, this seducing spirit, because we even have them behind pulpits as leaders. The enemy has infiltrated the church people of God. And we must use the discernment that God has given us to make sure what it is that we are hearing is from the spirit of God and not the spirit of man or a devilish spirit. Amen? Because there's many that are, are preaching the word of God for themselves. They're not doing it for the kingdom. They're not doing it for the glory of God, but they're doing it for themselves to make a name for themselves. Hallelujah. Church is not, how can I say it, it's not a job. It's not a job. It's not a nine to five. It's not a. Uh, it's not a job. It's a gift. It's something that God has given to that man or that woman to do for His glory and for His kingdom. Not to make a check. Now, that can come with it. That can come with it. They 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 receive their their they they receive to be able to live just like in the Old Testament. The the Levites stayed in the temple and they didn't get land when the land was given, but they all came and gave to them to where they could live. They could survive. They had the food. They had what they needed. But to be in it just for that purpose, it's not of God. Amen. 
Glory be to God. My friends, there, there's a, a day of accounting that is coming. We're going to be held accountable. It is coming uh, for the sinners. They will stand in a judgment that will uh, determine how deep in the depths of hell they will suffer for all eternity. Now, a, a judgment day is also coming for the believer. And many people who think of the judgment of the believer as a place to gather rewards and, and clap for others or will discover themselves suffering loss. I wouldn't want to be the hell-bound sinner. And I wouldn't wish to be the empty-handed believer either. But most of all, I would or wish to be the opest who knew the gospel of Christ and forsook it for the seduction of devils. People of God, we are moving into a time in this end season. The Bible tells us in the end, in the end times that there will be false prophets. There will be a lot of things coming out that look like God, that sound like God, even doing miracles, but is not of God. We must be mindful of what it is that we are allowing ourselves to get attached to. Not every person you see on television is a man of God. Okay, not every person you may see in your neighborhood behind the church is a man of God. I mean, you know, they how can I put it? They may move, they may act, they may operate, but Satan has his demons on assignment. The Bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not the man, but it's the spirit that can come in based upon greed, lust, and all kind of other things that can draw that spirit to a person to move in them to do things to draw people away from God. And there's many doing a lot for money these days. There's many seducing the people of God. Amen. God, we just thank you. We thank you, Father God, for the message that you have brought forth today. Showing us, Father God, teaching us, Father God, and, and, and leading us into understanding that not everything that looks like you is you. That we must pay attention to what we are allowing into our ear gate and into our eye gate that you have given us the gift of discernment, Lord God, and that we may use that even the more today to test the spirit and to make sure that it is of you, O oh God, that we do not be deceived and tricked and pulled out of the way in which you will have us to go, following your holy scriptures, Father God, to take upon scriptures of devils. Help us, O oh God, to walk in accordance to your will and your way. And if we be deceived in the name of Jesus Christ, I break it now in the name of Jesus Christ, that they may walk in freedom, in their right mind, in their Christ-like mind, in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We give you all the glory, Father. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory be to God. I just want to thank again each and every person that has come up on the line to join us here on MBKI's Kingdom Encounter. I just want to share a couple of announcements uh, on um a lot of things are up in the air right now as far as the ministry online. We will be coming forth this Thursday on Beta Mentoring Conference in line. We'll be going over the five-fold offices of the apostolic ministry, the uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and preachers, and understanding each office, hallelujah, the characteristics of each uh, uh, office, hallelujah, and how they're supposed to move in this time, amen, glory be to God. Uh, we will be uh, coming forward this Saturday, hallelujah, on Hour of Power. Hallelujah, this is our prayer line that has been moving mightily, a lot of healings, a lot of deliverances, a lot of doors have been opening for many people, amen. So come and join us. The number and information will be on Facebook, hallelujah. If you don't have me as a friend, uh, just send me a friend request, Prophet or Minister Anthony Baxter. That's Minister Anthony Baxter on Facebook. Hallelujah. And I will be glad to uh, uh, accept it as a friend. Amen. Glory be to God. Y'all, y'all, I got to say this. Tomorrow at 9 a.m. Now, I know most of y'all are going to be at work. Hallelujah. But my wife, Prophet Donna Baxter, will be coming forward. Hallelujah. With Hurting Women's Ministries Conference Line. So for you women that have gone through some things that are in some things or maybe just come out some things, hallelujah, I pray that y'all will be able to make it because this is going to be a power Pat time. Hallelujah. Women supporting women, helping women, praying for women, and encouraging women. Hallelujah. To move as God say move. Amen. So you will be able to get all of that information will be on Facebook tomorrow, Tuesday morning. And if you miss it, it will be recorded. So you'll be able to hear it when you get home from work. Amen. Once again, I just want to thank each and every person. We love you here at MBKI Ministry. And remember, walk by faith and not by sight. We'll see you here Thursday. God bless you.